Hey, Rosetta Church family, Justin Allman here, and Dan, Pastor Dan, is back, and this time he's got a stack of books. So as we're working through the book of Colossians on Sunday morning, we wanted to take some time and record a couple of brief episodes here with his book recommendations for those that are readers in our church family or those that can take time while they're in the tractor vehicle and listen to audiobooks. So Dan, I'm going to kick it over to you. Um, I see the books you've got in front of you. Tell us um, kind of what you have and why you brought those books. Yeah, so uh, today uh, I wanted to talk about uh, the, the the stack of books that I'm currently going to be working through. Uh, as I'm reading through all my different books, I uh, usually will just kind of make a stack of whatever, three to five books, uh, and then say, this is my first mountain I'm going to climb. <laughs> then once I'm done with that, I'll make a new mountain. Um, and so I've, I've, uh, just recently made my new mountain. Uh, and so I'm excited that there's a uh, five books here and I, I'm excited to kind of introduce them and kind of why I'm reading through these books. Sure. It's like a window into your, not necessarily sermon prep, but just kind of approach to teaching and worldview and, and what you do to, um, you know, as they say, iron sharpens iron, yeah. right? So just stay sharp yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And the idea is, uh, if you're not learning, then you're not prepared to lead. And the idea is that you, if you, you have to always be learning. Otherwise, you cannot be leading because you can't lead from what you don't know. And leaders, I know there's a lot I don't know. <laughs> leaders are readers. That's what they say. All right. So go ahead. What's the first book? Yeah. So five books. The first one, uh, and actually all these are shorter books. And I did that because I just got through some bigger books. And so I'm a little tired of reading 500-page books right now. <laughs> so, so I got five books. Uh, the first one is uh, The Kind of Preaching God Blesses by Steve Lawson. Um, this is like a little short book, very uh, succinct. Uh, and I, I'm reading this because I, I'm always trying to read really good books on preaching so that I'm always growing as a preacher. Because a lot of it, there's a science to preaching where you learn how to study properly and what, what proper exegesis is and how do you how do you make an expository sermon. and uh, But there's also the art of like how do you craft an introduction. Uh, what are what are called homiletical points, and so the idea of you you go from like an exegetical outline where you've had this like David went to the roof, David saw Bathsheba, David sinned because and, and so you do this, but then the homiletical outline is uh, something like I should like I I should be at war and not like on the roof, or I should keep my eyes focused on Christ and not on what will tempt me, and then when temptation knocks on my door, I should say no instead of dealing with the repercussions, etc. And so me currently and constantly growing and learning about preaching is so important because if I don't, then 10 years from now, you guys will get really bored when everything sounds the exact same. <laughs> you could take multiple passages, but it's all the same sermon. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that's like Psalm 131. I've actually have preached Psalm 31 before in the past, um, but the sermon I preached was, com- I had people that had listened to the initial one. Uh, before, uh, listened to this one, and it was com- they said it was completely different than the first time I did it. Now, that doesn't mean that the, the main points are different, right? Psalm 131 has one <laughs> principle, one primary principle in it, but the way that you present and instruct that information mm-hmm. uh, is different. Sure. Makes sense. Okay, so does that cover that book? Any other thoughts on that? Yeah, no, that's that's pretty much the first book. Cool. What do you have next? Uh, the next one is called The Ministry by Charles Brown. Uh, and this is a little book by Banner of Truth. Um, actually, I'll do a, a side note here on publishers. So you, you normally cannot trust books nowadays just off of a publisher, 
right? Uh, so Crossway's a great example where Crossway has like a lot of really good stuff and a lot of really bad stuff too. <laughs> it's like, there's not like a discernment filter mm-hmm. that really goes through that because they're just trying to publish books as a business. Um, one publisher that I would highly recommend, and uh, if you look at my library, uh, you'll see that if if this company makes this book or publishes this book, I want it, is called Banner of Truth. So the Banner of Truth Trust is a highly recommended, very valuable resource. Um, and what they do is they print a lot of older books in a, in a, in a, in a more up-to-date fashion. And so the ministry is by Charles Brown, and it's this very old school book on defining terms and the fact that a minister's uh, ministry is only going to go as far as his holiness uh, as well as his relationship to God. Again, the idea, uh, I can only pour out what I've been filled up with. And so he goes into a lot of the practicality of that, and it's a very short, little, succinct book to help with that. Mm-hmm. Um... So what you said on the spiritual level, you're talking about the being capped by your level of holiness um, uh, in the 12 laws of leadership. So this isn't biblical, but they talk about the law of the lid, right? A um, An organization or a team or a, a group of employees will only rise as high as the leader, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. that's, that's the same um, issue that you're speaking of. It's kind of the pastor is needs to continue to grow and develop and learn mm. and then you will pull the church family along along with you correct yeah the idea you cannot lead if you're not ahead because <laughs> you lead from ahead uh a bo- the old adage a boss leads from behind uh, and a leader leads from ahead and so the idea is if i'm doing the walk and i'm ahead of you and i say come along with me it's a lot easier for people to say okay yeah i see dan doing that i can do that too or to say, you know what, uh, because Dan's doing that and because he actually lives that out, I believe what he's saying. As opposed to if I'm sitting back on my haunches behind you guys and I say, go forward. You guys go do these hard things. Uh, it, there's, there's a difference in how it's, <laughs> how it's received. Mm-hmm. Well, and that could be applied to our church leaders, to our Sunday school teachers, or to parents. Yeah. Um, a lot of different applications in that is like those around you will only rise as high as you are leading them to. Correct. Yeah, so it's, yeah. A, it's a timely reminder for me. Cool. What next do you have? Yeah, so the next one is uh, Finding Faithful Elders and Deacons. Uh, It's a book by Nine Marks. And really the idea behind this is really just to continue to get my mind wrapped around the biblical precedent for biblical leadership. And how do you identify and train up uh, the men of the church to fulfill the leadership roles that God intends for them to go into? Uh, what does that look like? How, how do you go about that process? And that's really important with where we're at and like where we where we're desiring to gr- go in the future. Um, and this will also help me to be equipped to be able to answer more questions because people, when you get into the topic of elders and deacons, it can be a touchy subject. And so continuing to read on that will help me as we continue to slowly kind of just educate all of ourselves on these topics and get to know that. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that's a nine marks book. So is that a publisher or a company or what? What um, context can you give us for that? Yeah, Nine Marks is a is a is a uh, publisher, or it's really like a a, a ministry. And Nine Marks uh, is like I would say ninety percent trustworthy. The only thing I would be a little careful with Nine Marks is uh, uh, they're a little into the social justice movement, so you got to be careful with that and be filter that a little bit. But uh, I highly recommend a lot of their older books, especially, and a lot of their books on ecclesiology or the study of the church. 
are hugely formative for understanding the basics of the church. And I don't know many many publishers that do a better job of teaching the basics of biblical church than Nine Marks. Sure. And the one I'm, I'm reading through right now is Nine Marks of a Healthy Church. And yeah. so we talk about a correct understanding of the gospel and conversion and um, church discipline and um, teaching and, and all of these things and um, expositional preaching. So yeah. uh, that's a Nine Marks book that I'm working through right now. And <laughs> so it's you've got one on your stack, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Next up, uh, what uh, what's book number four? Yeah, so in the next book is uh, called The Conviction to Lead by Al Mohler. Um, and this is actually a pretty cla- classic book for pastoral ministry uh, that's handed out to a lot of like seminary graduates and stuff. Um, and it's 25 Principles for Leadership That Matters. And the idea is trying to get very practical on what does biblical leadership look like, and not, not just for like some like an, like an elders and deacon standpoint, but just from a like a basic leadership standpoint, like for your family, uh, for for your Sunday school class, uh, for the young man that you disciple, etc. And so this is one of like the three or four leadership books that are highly recommended uh, to pastors, and I've read through pretty much all the other ones, and so this is the next one on my list. Cool, I like it. Yeah. And then what's your last book here? Yeah, so the last one is actually another uh, Nine Marks book. (laughs) It's called 12 Challenges Churches Face. And a lot of that is just so that I can be very aware and sensitive to the different attacks that will come at our church, especially as we progress in becoming more biblical and, and understanding God's word more. And as we continue to stand on God's truth, there will be things from the outside and the inside that will seek to attack what is healthy. Uh, because the world and the world system doesn't want God's light to continue to shine. And so the idea is if I educate myself on those things ahead of time and I'm aware of those, I not only can help the leaders to lead through those things, but I can make sure that I get a, help us to get ahead of something that might come. Mm-hmm. Okay, just kind of in general, what are some examples of challenges that churches might encounter? Yeah, so uh, a couple different ones are like uh, division mm-hmm. is a huge one, right? Never heard of and that. that. What, is that what does that look like? <laughs> yeah, yeah. it means uh, some people really like communion this way, and other people want to do communion this way, and so now there's a rift between those two. <laughs> oh, okay, I see, I see, I see, I see, I see. okay. Um, but there's also like all kinds of different ones where like you can get into like legalism, uh, so like, like there's certain sectors of the church that can get into a thought process of like other people have to do these things. Um, or you can get to this point where people just, again, grow into like a selfishness and it's, it's all about me. It's all about what I like and we don't act out in love. Um, and really outside of that, the biggest issue that all these are tied to is sin. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of this is just identifying how does sin creep into the church and create dysfunction and then working backwards. So so now that I understand how it creeps in, let me identify the certain problems and then go to the source mm-hmm. to cut it off. Sure. Okay. Um, so these are five books that you are reading through, and you kind of explained why you personally are reading them. But these are books you would recommend to the church family, too, or um, leaders in the church? Yeah. No, I would say if you wanted a really short book on preaching, uh, this probably wouldn't be the number one book I would recommend for those that would be interested in that. But this would be a good one. Uh, the ministry also as well. And, yeah, I would say all of these are going to be good to read. Um, I don't know if they would be my number one recommended. But a couple of these, like the leadership and the, the ministry one especially, uh, I would say I would highly recommend. All right. Well, appreciate your time and filling us in. And um, 
yeah, for those listening, if you want to go check out some of those books, these are books that that Pastor Dan is currently reading and kind of his approach to that. And in the future, we will be doing uh, brief episodes on recommended books for the men of our church, uh, the youth of our church, the women of our church, and uh, we'll be revisiting this topic over time. Yeah.